Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. We're all friends, we're here to have fun, but our story can include graphic violence, drug use, sexual content, and other mature themes. We've talked at our table about safety, comfort, and consent, both as players and storytellers. We know what to expect, we're all excited to be here, and we want you to feel the same, so listener discretion is advised. Now, let's walk the path of night. After several long nights alone, Miles, Johnny, Wynn, and Britta reconvened at the Torridor's Haven. They discussed the troubles they faced and the Domain's future. Britta told the Quartery about her encounter with Vito Zentosa and the ghost of Romeo. Wynn explained about the fresh horrors of the Shadowlands, and Miles' new position as Sheriff had left a rift between him and Johnny as the Burha bristled against the slight to his mentor Weathers. As Britta and Miles deal with the problem of Detective Suarez, Johnny and Wynn take a drive to have an uncomfortable conversation with the former Bruja Sheriff. Johnny and Wynn, the two of you get ready to head out, meet with Weathers, and have a conversation about the future and his place in it. Who's driving? Johnny, is that you? Yeah, absolutely. It should be Johnny. What are you driving? Johnny's got an old pickup truck. Just some beat-up old thing, single cab, maybe a little bit of a space in back for a few items, but it's one of the, one of the vehicles that he often gets assigned to him doing work for the domain. Uh, I don't think Johnny actually owns a personal vehicle. He kind of just gets different things for different days. So, Johnny, have you cooled off a little bit? He gives a sideways glance at you for just a second before eyes going back to the road. Yeah, I'm cool as... Uh, Cool as can be, Win. Why? Because you got into it with Miles, and you usually don't get into it. You defended Miles from me, and this time I had to do it for you. And normally that's not the case. So it takes a lot to push that button for you. You don't think the past few weeks have been a lot? I do think the last few weeks have been a lot. Because this domain doesn't look anything like it used to. No, it doesn't. So what's your point? My point is, I need you to be okay if we're going to go and try to talk sense into into Weathers. Johnny uh, grabs his pack of cigarettes, pulls out a Morley, and pops it into his mouth. Flips open his his Zippo and lights it up. Puts the uh, the Zippo back away. <sighs> I don't even know what the hell Weathers is going to say. I don't. I don't even know what Miles wants me to get out of Weathers. Honestly, I think if you can get him to stay, however begrudgingly, I think that's all Miles expects. And what if what if Weathers gives me an offer for someplace better than than uh than New Haven? I can't give you that answer, Johnny. That's that's on you. I have all the reasons in the world to leave. Johnny pops a Morley into his mouth, snaps open his Zippo, lights it, snaps it, and puts it back into his pocket. <sighs> Look, the domain has changed. All of the the bullshit is being dumped right on our heads, and it feels like Miles is part of the wheelbarrow doing the dumping now. That's never been the case, but it's all different now. Yeah. Is, is, is he my boss now? No. Are you, re- really? My, has Miles ever been our boss? Yeah, but he wasn't the sheriff before. Now it, he is. Does that matter to you? I have been working for the sheriff's office of this domain. So what? How, what, what is that, how does that change things here? And apparently the sheriff, the sheriff's office isn't even a, a, an actual thing anymore. It's, it's just apparently Reese's bag agency. 
Because orders from Reese are coming directly through Miles now. Do you trust Miles? Right now? Generally speaking, have do you trust Miles? Has he done done us dirty before? No, but things change when... You're talking to someone who knows that really well, Johnny. You're talking to someone who's the last one in the domain. Yeah. I know how fast things change. And I know how shitty it must feel right now. I don't know. There's there's other Bruja, I guess, but I think you're the last good one. Maybe. So, I'm gonna stay. <sighs> I would love if you stayed. Because I don't want to be the last line of defense between Britta and between Miles. I want someone standing beside me. So if Weathers makes you an offer you feel like you can't refuse, who the fuck am I to say don't take it? But I'm really hoping that you have better incentives to stay. Because I have to go be in Boston at some point. And I don't want to leave these guys undefended. I'll keep that into consideration, Wayne, but... Why Why are you planning to go to Boston? I know you said mentioned that something with the Giovanni. There's something wrong with the Shadowlands. Okay. You're going to have to give me a little bit more than that, because it doesn't mean much to me. So tell me exactly what you mean by something's wrong with the Shadowlands, because that means very little to me. All right. So there are things in this world called wraiths. Wraiths are the spirits of people who have died and can't move on. Basically ghosts. Ghosts. Okay. It's a way of looking at it. I'm with you so far. Okay. Something is wrong with the place they call home. And I use that term very loosely because the Shadowlands is... Life as a wraith, so to speak, is hard. The only way to make new things as a wraith is to use other wraiths as the material. So it'd be like if I walked up to you and skinned you and used your skin to make a coat. <sighs> so wraiths already don't have a whole lot going for them. And what I saw in the Holy Land was that the... I'm sorry, what's the Holy Land? The old abandoned amusement park in Waterbury or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um... What, what were you doing out there? There's a wraith I know who told me that there was something honky going on there. Hinky, not honky. Okay. Um. And you can trust this wraith? Oh, no, he's not trustworthy. That's why I went out to see what was going on. And what I saw was wraiths getting called back to their bodies, and the bodies reanimating, but they weren't really there. Zombies. Night of the Living Dead sort of zombies. The hell? Yeah. And then I talked to Raven about what I saw, and she said that that tracks with something that's been going on in Boston that the Giovanni are looking into. Giovanni are necromancers. I'm a medium. I can see what's going on there. I can't use magic to impact it or anything like that, but I can see what's going on and I know what, how to interact with the ghosts. So, if Boston's a city full of necromantic vampires, and you're a medium, mm -hmm. are you sure that it's a good idea to go up there trying to ask them why there's zombies in Waterbury? As the two of you discuss, you... Head down the road, uh, right on Dixwell, and you can see what looks like people fleeing from a Dunkin' Donuts. The sign out front, it's still, you know, shining with that pink light, but inside it's totally dark. The hell is that? Uh, looks like a masquerade breach to me. All right, well. Johnny, uh, 
pulls the truck over onto the sidewalk and puts it into park and kills the the, uh, the headlights and just kind of stares at what's going on, trying to see if he can see anything to give him any kind of indication about what's causing the commotion. It's It's like when you look in the window, even knowing that on the other side is a window that you should be able to see out of, it's just dark. Uh, Wynn does a quick look around. She's looking to see if anyone is paying any attention to the truck itself. It looks like everyone who is aware of what was going on has already started to flee, and this place is already kind of abandoned. Wynn cups her hands around her eyes and activates her uh, gangrel eyes. Okay. Uh, and tries to see through the darkness. It does not help as much as it normally would. What you see is like this murky, black, inky cloud that obscures all objects that are inside. What do you see? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Like, you don't see anything in there. I see more darkness. Johnny uh, narrows his eyes uh, and reaches around back into the crawl, uh, the little storage space and uh, pulls out a bag in which he pulls out a uh, ceramic barreled shotgun. That's still got the... uh... Dragon's Breath rounds? He, he cracks it and takes a look inside. Yep. Snaps it shut. Alright, let's fix this shit. When, if you don't see anything in there and it's all, all it looks is just inky, I think that's what they call obtenebration. It's, uh... It's something the Sabbat can summon. It's, it's like living darkness. How does living darkness hold up to a flare? Well, it doesn't much like light. And anything that's not the sun is just devoured. Nothing pierces through this. Nothing. So what's our plan? Just I open the door and you start firing? Johnny uh, takes his cigarette and throws it out the window and licks his lips. I have no idea. Do you have another one of those by chance? Johnny looks down and... and uh, Looks over at Wynn. No, but tell you what, you take this one. He uh, he reaches around and pulls out the uh, the matte black axe. All right, if I drop this one, I'm sorry. We'll, t- we'll tell Miles I did it. He's already pissed at me. Cross that bridge when we come to it, man. So the two of you pull in right up to buy that Dunkin' Donuts. And again, there's no light coming from within. You can kind of get the light from, like, the truck as the doors pop open and the two of you step out. What are you planning to do? My plan is to open the door and fire. Because if I can't see them, hopefully they can't see me. And if they can, maybe they'll come out of this shroud. And, Johnny, what are you going to do? When we'll stay in the truck, we'll see. Going into that shroud is a death sentence. We gotta see if if we can get any of them out of there. How would you feel about wrecking the truck? I'd rather have a way of getting out of here if things get real bad. Okay. This pack keeps a lot of city gang roll around, and if it was if it was maybe if it maybe if it's even odds, I might not feel bad about possibly getting into a fight. But if we're outnumbered two to one, three to one, I'd rather just put my my pedal to the metal and get out of here. Okay, then you take the gun. Hold on to it for the moment. Johnny's going to lean out of the window and just call at the uh, the Duncan. Anybody in there want to talk? You call out, 
And for a long moment, there's just this silence. Maybe nothing heard you. And then you hear this creak under the truck and it shifts slightly, jostling the two of you. And I need an initiative roll. Nice. <laughs> All right. I wish it was possible to truly capture on audio how tense these like moments of silence before shit happens are. <laughs> I may have just saved our lives. We'll see. I definitely didn't. <laughs> Johnny, what's your initiative? Twenty-one. Hell yeah! I, I think you. Win. What's your initiative? Ten. Johnny, you are completely certain that there's something underneath the truck, and you feel this like jostling and shaking underneath the vehicle. What do you do? I throw the uh, the truck uh, into drive, and I peel out, uh, just crushing whatever's underneath the truck. Let's say your truck has, we'll say strength eight going strength. We'll say your truck has strength eight going to pull out. So you're going to roll your dice and the things you're attempting to escape will roll for its dice. And I get to add my, my drive plus strength? Yes. Difficulty? Uh, the difficulty of your roll is six. That is six successes. Okay. Nice. I've got a set of rolls because they are working in unison. Gross. Very gross. They have 12 successes as they tear the axles clean off the truck. It's turned over on its side, and you can see the long black tendrils made of pure darkness starting to pull the truck apart. Mm. Their turn. There are eight tentacles in all. Four of them are going to just lash out at each of you. Weren't there action to pull my truck apart? No, that was them starting combat in your attempt to get out. Gotcha. When they have six successes to hit you. Okay. It's way too many dice, buddy. Uh, seven levels of lethal damage are coming at you. I need you to roll soak. Am I down two levels of stamina? Yes, you are. Okay. Uh, no, you're not in a shot of night. Okay, cool. So I imagine you can see how that kind of stacks. Yeah. Mm. Five successes. You will take two levels of lethal damage. I just need a self-control check. One success. You maintain control of yourself as your beast rattles within its cage and you are lashed. Uh, some of your flesh is kind of torn open by this like very sharp tentacle made of pure darkness. Motherfucker! Uh, Johnny, you're missed. All right. A bit of luck. <laughs> Those are the two that are like have reach of you. What we're going to do now is go to Wynn's action. Wynn kind of forgets about the shotgun and goes on instinct since she was pretty close to having her beast take control. And she pops her claws, which are now much longer and kind of gross looking. Uh, they're not just long fingernails like they used to be. These are these are killing talons. Like the hook talons of an eagle. Yeah, they're they're no good. And she swipes... At the thing in front of her. Okay. Uh, give me your attack roll on the appendage. Three successes. Two will carry over into damage. Five successes. 
with five successes, uh, you shred and destroy the first of the tentacles. Johnny. This is the top of the round now? Yep. I'm going to spend three blood for extra actions. So how many tentacles do I see? Rather, better question. I'm ejected from the truck, right? Yes. And how many tentacles do I see still pulling it apart? Seven. Firing a shotgun into the uh, into the darkness of the Dunkin' Donuts is like throwing a, a dart in the in the in the black, right? Right. And if they're obfuscated, you're automatically going to miss. Right. Yeah. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of the, what I could do with the most destruction with at the moment. Yes. <laughs> is that Johnny way of life? Johnny. All right. So what's the most destruction I can cause with a single die roll? All right. I think what I want to do is I want to split my action. I think I want to grab up the shotgun that that wind ditched and try and grab the explosive half of the truck and throw it into through the uh, the plate glass of the of the Dunkin' Donuts. So it's going to take one action to draw the gun, mm-hmm. one action to chuck the tank, one action to shoot the tank. This is a three action job. You can split. I can split up to three times, right? Yep. Yes, I have all your extra actions. Yeah, but I I want to keep. He those. wants to save. Those. I, I want to save those for dodging things and potentially killing things that come out after me. Yeah, you basically want to take your dex plus firearms and divide it by three. Because to be perfectly honest, it's not the uh, it's not the tentacles I'm worried about. That's worrisome, but definitely not the act. Like those are minions. The do you need me to make a strength check for the uh, for throwing it or anything like that? I assume I can grab the shotgun without a problem. Uh, actually, if you're not throwing it at someone, if there's no target, you can just chuck. Okay, you're, perfect. You're plenty strong enough. Um, then I'm going to spend a willpower on this sh- on this uh, firearms attack, because I only have two dice. Then we're looking at three successes. The tank smashes through the window. Oh, well, I mean the tank part of an axle and like... It's a rock track flat bed. Uh, oh, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it smashes through, and then you fill the area with a dragon's breath round, and the tank goes. The tank does not actually explode. Instead, uh, accelerant sprays all over a portion of the Dunkin' Donuts, which immediately goes up. A massive amount of smoke starts billowing out of the broken window, and the entire uh, area goes up in flames. With that said, I need a Rostrek check from all vampires present. So I'm going to need to make four rolls myself, and then you guys are... <laughs> Yo, boy. Cur- uh, courage? Yep. Difficulty? Uh, seven. Tens do not explode on that, right? No, but they... Two, they, two successes. All right. I'm going to spend a willpower on this. Okay. Vampire is so at odds with my normal stuff. <laughs> Uh, two successes. Succeed. Very much succeed. So, Johnny, uh, after have a moment. After he lights the Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> on fire. I tried to be civil, but I guess we can do this the hard way. What screeches and flutters like bats are these wisps of darkness that come from inside the Dunkin' Donuts. They smother the flames they come out and pop the street lights around the area, and a whole section of the street, all light is snuffed out. The fire is gone when your turn. Are there more tentacles? Seven of them. All right. I'm going to slash at one of them. 
Oh, that's a lot of ones. No successes. Win. There is a group of tentacles that are going to attempt to initiate a grapple with you. Okay. Okay, the first one has you. Uh, once the first one has you, the rest start latching on. And Johnny, you start seeing wind being pulled into a mass of writhing tentacles made of pure darkness. Wynn is attempting to bite them futilely, but... Yeah, the more she thrashes, the worse it seems to get. And Johnny, it's your turn. Well, I have three celerity actions. And whoever is conducting these are staying safely within their shroud, right? You're not sure where they are. Could I wrench Wynn out of the grasp of the tentacles? It will be a contested strength roll against all of them. Well, strength plus brawl. I want to get out of here. All right, let's go. Um, get it, Johnny. Johnny runs over to where Wynn is under the pile of tentacles and just reaches down a meaty arm until he finds something solid and tries to pull her loose. So I'm going to spend uh, blood for potence, and I'm going to spend a willpower. Uh, 11 successes plus 4 points of potence, so 15 successes. 15 successes. Good good lord, Johnny. (laughs) I'm going to dislocate something, but I'm on board. (laughs) You may not get all for this rate, but you're definitely going to get the lion's share. Uh, Look, if I lose a shoe, that's fine. They've lived a good life. I need two dice. Miles might even prefer if one loses a shoe. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I'm just rolling for all of them at once. It's going to be uh, one main dice roll and then just plus one for every helper. Absolutely. Rather than... I'm, ass- I'm assuming that you're going to get... against yeah. all of them. Yeah, I'm ass- Three successes. You rest her free up onto your shoulder like fireman style. And then I use two celerity actions to get the and fuck out. The tentacles writhe reaching for her and uh, but they only have a six four reach. So uh, you back out pretty quickly. Wind flashes a couple middle fingers with giant claws as they run away. As you're flashing your middle fingers and Johnny runs away, there are two people on the roof of the Dunkin' Donuts staring at you. One of them is this guy with, like, a thick beard and, like, this high and tight kind of clad in, like, late 90s, early... Yeah, like, late 90s uh, tack gear. He's got this, like, meaty, like, bulk to him. He's not, like, insanely tall, but the guy, like, looks like he weighs 250 pounds easy. And the other one is a Spanish woman with curly hair with a cutlass on her hip. And the two of them together watch you go as if analyzing your every move. I'm not trying to get off of his shoulder. And I'm not trying to stop. All right, the two of you make it away. journey down Dixwell Avenue, and it definitely seems that you've gotten away from the heat. If you're being stalked, there's no sign that it's happening. Johnny, you can put me down now. No, I don't think I can. Johnny, take a breath. Trust me for a second on this, Win. We gotta get real far away from here. All right, I trust you, man. Johnny. You hear a whisper from nowhere. All of a sudden, he stops abruptly, and, uh looks down at, at what he's got for weapons and realizes he probably dropped the shotgun and left it back there. So he grabs the uh, matte black axe in a two-hand and kind of looks around nervously. Did you hear that? 
You hear what sounds like the distant laugh of a hyena, but you're certain that it's much closer. Johnny, you are immediately given flashbacks of the night you were embraced and the the heckling laughter that came from these things. Does Wynn hear that? Oh, yeah. All right, man, keep running. Johnny. All right, move. Uh, Johnny starts uh, moving, but he's he's at this point he's gone out of celerity, and he and he and Win are just moving quickly. Johnny, as you round one of the corner, you nearly bump into someone, and it's a familiar face. Johnny, uh, you immediately recognize Kabir, who is wearing like this very fluffy kind of like poodle-like coat. Uh, he's got like this really sick gold medallion that's hanging on a chain around his neck. And he looks like he's been clubbing all night. He looks very ecstatic to see you. Johnny, I have so much to tell you, my friend. A big, meaty arm I, grabs this, him by the scruff and slams him with Potence 4 into the brick. He gasps. Jo- Johnny. Johnny, my friend. I, you don't have to attack me. I, 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 I got I, the Sabbat in my heels right now. And you just happened to turn the corner into my face. You got one chance to say something before I take your goddamn head off. I can hide you. He looks over at Wynn. Yeah. He looks okay. over at Wynn, like, recognizing she's a gangrel. And there's this moment between them. But beyond that, everything seems okay. Okay. Okay, you come with me. I hide you. It'll be fine. Don't worry, Johnny. I know you're very upset. He kind of, like, tries to get behind you and, like, push you with his hands. Like, just way too, like, touchy and, and like, not taking the situation quite seriously enough. This is not permitted. He does not get behind Wynn. Johnny kind of moves along with him, but is... Okay, okay. He, right. he is right. exuding near frenzy at this point. As the two of you get into the alley, he waves his hand, and what looks like a simple brick wall manifests at the edge of the alley, hiding the two of you from the streets beyond. I'm sorry, Kabir. It's okay, my friend. What What happened? The killing spree. Uh, my friend, this we should go. This place is not safe anymore. No shit, Sherlock. I gotta find one. My name is Kabir. It's very nice to meet you. Okay, introductions later. Kabir. Did you have to talk to Wynn for anything? What? Never mind. Somebody's just using your identity. They're dead now, though. Well, good. So, um, I am here, uh, actually needing a drive. Is this is now a bad time? For what? I, I need someone to get me to JFK. I have to pick up someone for a contact of mine. You need a ride to JFK. Yes, I'm not going to JFK alone. It's dangerous. Kabir, the Sabbat is in the midst of a crusade coming up the East Coast. For all I know, they've got an entire army coming out of New York. I don't think trying to drive down there... They're going to crusade the Camarilla. We will be fine. All we have to do is lay low and let this blow over. I will show you how. Johnny, we still got people to talk to, man. I need to find weathers right now, Kabir. I don't know if I can help you with that. Uh, Yes, I can. Uh... Do you need a ride? Well, considering that my truck just got pulled apart by arms of a, of tenebration, I think I could probably use a ride. Very good. I give you a ride. You give me a ride. Let's go. He kind of rolls his eyes and, and kind of looks at when like, just roll with this for the moment. She gives him a look like, okay, toot toot, let's hop on this crazy train. 
So, Johnny, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this, but you know what the Book of Nod is. He kind of like just kind of asks while like, walking with you. How much does Johnny know about what the Book of Nod is? You only know that because I feel the... like I feel like Kabir is actually the source where Johnny gets all of his like weird ob- like obscure knowledge. So if if Kabir hasn't told me about it, I feel like he probably has never heard of this. So uh, not exactly in this case. Okay. So so Kabir has never brought this up to you. He has brought up many other things to you. But this is one of that rare occasion where he's asking you if you know about something. It just so happens that the priest of the killing spree reads passages from the Book of Nod to those who are being inducted and taught. Mm. It's a part of their rite. So you would definitely know that uh, this is uh, an item of interest to the Sabbat. I might know a thing or two about it. Very good. I have a friend who is an artist. He's coming into the area, and he's going to need a place to stay. I'll cover the place to stay, but I need him to be safely transported. He's very worried about being followed. By who? I don't know. How the hell have you heard about the Book of Nod, Kabir? Johnny, I travel places. You know that. It's not hard to get information on. Don't worry, my friend Johnny. He doesn't do books, but he knows lots of other things. So why don't we get to the car? Yeah, let's get to the car. He gets you to this, like, really, really shitty station wagon with wood panel siding. Who the hell did you steal this from? I have no idea what happened. No, no, no. I'm driving. Push over. Uh, uh, like, he's very easily pushed aside by you. Wynn hops in the the fold-down tailgate and sits back there. It's actually like, pretty comfy. Yeah. Miles is going to kill me for losing that shotgun. He'll kill us anyone. for losing that shotgun. No, it was... Never mind. Not throwing you under the bus, man. I appreciate that. Johnny, if you need a shotgun, I can add that to the list of payments you receive in exchange for uh, you protecting me when I go to New York. All right. Well, all right. First off, where you said you couldn't help me find Weathers. Is that true or not? Can you can you help me with that? Find Weathers? No, I don't go anywhere near the sheriff. But I do have a car, so when you find Weathers, I can help you get there faster. All right. Well. You know let's, him let's, best. Let's man. let's get to a payphone. I'll, I'll I'll call I'll call uh, Weathers Beeper. All right. All right, uh, Johnny. Uh, with Kabir and Win, uh, you make your way to a payphone. You know the big three. I try to I try to go somewhere where that that is distinctly away from where this killing spree was. Absolutely. Um, get out. Make a quick call to the beeper. Hang up. The phone rings. Pick it up. Weathers? Johnny? We need to talk. Yeah, I don't... I don't know I have a whole lot to say. No, we... we, Weathers, we really got to sit down and talk. I'm kind of floating without any guidance here. And I could really use some of your insight. And I know that you might not be going in the same direction I am, but I, I could really, really use an old bruja who's actually got a, a good head on his shoulders to tell me some things I need to hear. He gives that grunt of the grunt of like, I don't want any of this shit, but I got to look out for the young lick. Yeah, Johnny, tell me where you are and I'll head there. I, uh, I give him an address. Uh, meet me there in 15. Sounds good. That sounded positive. Yeah, weather should be headed to, uh, he's going to meet us here in 15. Okay. 
the oh, um the that address gives us time to talk about the the, uh, New the York address ship? the address that I gave him um is like a small little like late night greasy uh, yeah late night greasy spoon of some kind um America's diner where we we're, we're, the three of us head over and we uh, go grab a a booth and and three coffees that we don't uh, that we don't drink we Could just be absolutely <laughs> drinks his coffee oh does he yeah that motherfucker of course he does uh-huh. like, are you going to drink yours. Wynn kind of, Wynn sips hers and swishes it around in her mouth and keeps spitting back into the cup so that she kind of gets the taste but doesn't have to swallow it. You're not completely sure, but you think Kabir might be like winking at you the whole way? After she spits in it for maybe the sixth time, she slides it over to him. Yeah, here, have it. He kind of looks down at the coffee, looks over at Wynn, and he picks up the cup of coffee and right before he op- takes his sip of it, Weathers can be seen walking in. And distracted, Kabir sets the mug down. <laughs> uh, Johnny uh, looks up at Weathers and kind of smiles grimly and nods. Wind uh, kind of gives a grin, and like, hey. Weathers, this is uh, Kabir. I don't know if you two have actually ever met. Kabir, kind of, at like at the second you say that, Kabir gives the sheriff a very apologetic look and excuses himself from the table, standing up, downs his cup of coffee, and walks away. Which cup of coffee? The wind cup of coffee. (laughs) Yeah, it's made of wind. Gross. (sighs) Kabir tiptoes away. Weathers looks at you, Johnny, shakes his head. Look, I'm not the sheriff. I ain't the keeper of Elysium, and I don't give a shit that that guy does not have hospitality. But you might want to look into that. Look into what? Kabir and his lack of hospitality. Look, I get it. Good. He's, he's a rabbit. basic shit, so I'm glad you get it. You save, he saved my life, all right? Good. You, then you should do him the solid and get him hospitality, but that shit's illegal right now. All right, all right. Like you said, you're not the sheriff anymore. Sit down talk with me. What the fuck happened? He gives you a look like he is frustrated with unlife enough right now that he might slap you for telling him to sit with you. But then he sits with you. Nothing new happened. More of the same. But this time around, I don't know if I want to just, you know, take it for the greater good. I think it's, I think it's time that I went looking for something for me. And stopped, you know, living at the whims of these kindred who don't give a fuck about what happens to everyone else. Let's be real, Johnny. You see what I see. All I'm doing now is acknowledging that it's there. Yeah, I get it. Part of the reason that uh, I came out to see you tonight was Miles wanted me to, to talk some sense into you. And I pretty much told him to get fucked. But he's not wrong. I do have to talk to you. What do you need to say? He kind of settles into a seat, like, really kind of showing with his body language that he's open to hear whatever it is that you got to say. What's worth saving in this domain? A handful of things. A list that takes a while to, to jot down, not because it's long, but because it's hard as hell to figure out what actually makes the cut. But you ain't wrong. There are still things on that list. Do you want to stick around and try and help me save any of them? Do I want to? 
No, Johnny, I don't want to. Are you going to go side with Amaya? No. The truth is, Amaya's got a lot of game. She's very good at convincing people that they can be free, that they'll be safe. But the truth is, she's got her own game going on. And if the followers of Set don't get her, someone else will. They're not, they're not in a better position. They're just in a different one, and I don't know if it's the one for me. The Anarchs are at war with the followers of Set? The opposite. The followers of Set are at war with the Anarchs. More like more than a handful of Anarchs have been subverted by the followers of Set. Uh, Turning to them for magic and power. So, like, what happened with the Bruja and Shaw? Yeah. Listen, Weathers, I I think you know me well enough at this point that you know I have no love for the Camarilla. I'm Camarian for four reasons. This loose cannon that she kind of gestures to Johnny. who just kind of gives you a nod of understanding. kind of blew up a Dunkin' Donuts tonight. What? We're going to fix it later. Long story. The Iceman-in-Chief, the former dead girl walking, and the memory of the bravest lunatic that I utterly failed. Those bastards are my lifeboat. Johnny Johnny kind of shakes his head, sits back to pull out a cigarette, and then realizes he's out, crumples the pack, and throws it on the table. The Bruja, across the table from Johnny, kind of reaches into his pocket, takes out a pack of Newports, Packs it and offers this, like, long menthol 100 to Johnny. Johnny goes a little bit green. Smoke the fucking cigarette. <laughs> Thanks, Weathers. <laughs> Pops it in his mouth. Lights up. And if that day ever comes where that lifeboat that I have isn't around, I'll probably just sink into the nights. Probably become some kind of urban legend Sasquatch of East... East Rock Park. But that day isn't today, and I'm going to fight with every possible means to keep the ones that I still can with me. And that includes doing everything I can to keep you here, because I believe you're the only other person in these nights who gives a shit about us. I don't want you guys getting lost in this war. Weathers, my coterie is... We need you, man. My, My coterie is... Closest thing that I actually have to a family anymore. My my mortal family, I, I can't be with them anymore. It's just too dangerous. But you're the person that I actually owe a life boon to. And boons aside, I got your back no matter what. So you ask me to do something, it'll be done. And I don't really have a leg to stand on to ask anything of you. But. If you want to stay in this city. And actually play the jihad. I got your back on that. Because there's still some motherfuckers who could use some comeuppance here. Yeah, there is revenge. That's one of the things I have left. Look, the quarterly did some fine work and stood up to a danger that I don't think everyone even completely understands just yet. What you did was important. 
I don't, I don't think I have any interest in ending up some Ventry's bully boy. But I won't forget what you did either. So if you need me, you got me too. I'll stay long enough to see this done. Whatever it is. Wynne puts her hand out to shake his. This, like, gnarly, scarred, muscular, like, meaty hand reaches out and takes yours. And although he's a little cold to the touch, you can kind of, like, feel this, like, this this very, very muscular hand squeeze yours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like one of those hands where you can't quite even squeeze your hand all the way to shake his yep. hand back. Yep. It's like a polar bear giving paw. Like it's just not, it's not like it's not an easily like accomplished yep. handshake. Yeah, and Wynn doesn't have tiny hands, but it's still hard to get around. Yeah, but it, she figures it would probably be poor form to try and head bump him like she does other people she respects. So this yeah. is the closest she can come to being civilized. What do you guys need from me? Right now, I think we just. Need to know that we still got a couple more allies in the city. We're trying to formulate a plan. But I, right now, I don't, I don't know what to, what to do. You got to get the Tremere on board. They're the only ones with the know-how to kind of deal with this stuff in ways that the Sabat won't easily be able to manage. You go toe-to-toe with them in the streets, you're going to lose. Yeah, that's just what yeah. happened. So we have to find another way. We got to play a game that they, they're not good at. Getting along? No, they're damn fine at getting along. I met the Tremere, but... Yeah. All right. What do the Tremere want? Who knows? They want information about what's going on in Boston. They want Vito Zantosa, but we don't know why. They're hiding something. And whatever's going on in Boston, it's got to be something else that they're hiding, because I haven't heard barely anything about it. We can talk about it if you want. I, uh... Amir's... I might have done, done something real stupid with Xantosa, Weathers. Okay, define stupid. I may have embraced him. All right, I need a quick frenzy check. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's reasonable. Oh, boy. I hope you guys didn't I like that Denny's. I had forgotten that Weathers did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> I had not been making that public information. <laughs> Spreading a point of willpower, and he will succeed due to a point of willpower. <laughs> Just because he thought about it. <laughs> These like, he looks actually rather calm. You start to realize that Ju- while he's talking, there's fangs in his mouth. See, seeing him and- tense up and, be, and 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 get serene for a second, Johnny like leans back to get out of his personal space because even on the opposite side of the booth right now, that's in his personal space. <laughs> that that monster does not deserve to be one of us. When we go in to go pick him up. Britta ended up shooting him. What? It was like some kind of Manchurian candidate thing. I, I, do, I don't know what exactly is going on. Fuck. But he was dead. And I know that we needed him. This is Romeo all over again. Wait, what? I never heard what happened with that kid. What was his whole deal, Weathers? Not a lot of it's known. All I know is that the prince had heard something and suddenly ended the investigation into it. Uh, the Malkavian primogen intervened, said something to him, and he backed off. I heard rumors. Yeah. I heard rumors that this guy had all kinds of talents that some, you know, 
graffiti artist street punk would never be good at. One of them was being smooth operator with a rifle. He gives a real hard look over at Wynn, like, oh god. Wynn looks back kind of with some more knowledge, and she's kind of putting some pieces together. How long has this been going on? I think we first started noticing that there was something a little bit weird about her amnesia, maybe after uh, Reese got me and, and Miles out of torpor. She told me about a memory she had that was set in the Shadowlands. Yeah, this sounds like the Romeo situation. Do you think uh, this is related to the Sabbat, or is this something else completely? I don't know. She could be some sort of sleeper, or like a ghoul family, or who knows. I mean, that's... But if be, she, I'm sorry, what was that? To be perfectly honest, that's kind of way down on our list of priorities at the moment. Well, they might all be one and the same in some, on some level, right? So if she shot Vita Zantos, there's a chance that he knew something about her. And, and, you, and you said Nix knows about this too, huh? Yeah, she's been laying low for a while. Can't say that I blame her. I think it might be time that we go visit, pay her a visit. Yeah, be careful about that. There's something wrong with Nix. I mean, it's kind of something wrong with all of us, man. Yeah, and here I am saying be careful with her. Look, I, I know that the Malkavians have some kind of weird sickness going on with them. Is it really that bad? Yeah. Yeah, she freaks her own clan out. Yeah, Neil. But yeah. she's like, she's a seer. She tends to know things that nobody else knows. Sees things in ways that no one sees them. Well, if we need to, if we need to get information that we can trade to the Tremere to try and get them to at least help us out against the Sabbat. That might be a place to start. Yeah. Locating people is kind of a weird specialty of hers. I used to hit her up back in the day. Maybe we can even have her, have her help us find Xantosa. We might need it. Since I embraced him, he's been... He escaped down the water pipes. Difficult. Vito's gone? He's been keeping a weird eye on Britta. <sighs> I don't think he's far. Vito's gotta go. You think keeping, keeping him around at this point is, is uh, more trouble than it's worth? The way I see it is like this. If there's anyone that's going to help the killing spree and give them an edge local, it's going to be him. So the sooner we put a lid on that, the better. I thought we was, it was already handled, but I guess shit happened. And that's all right. I get it. Shit happens. If, if we can keep him alive, would that give us any sway over Reese? I don't know. He and I aren't exactly in speaking terms. <laughs> that makes sense. I think you tried to put a slug in his chest, didn't you? Try? No. <laughs> I gotta head to a meeting. Where are you going? I have a meeting with Mr. Roman Pen Pendragon. Pendragon? Jesus. Yeah. He's taken an interest in these domains. Are you looking to negotiate joining up with him or keeping him out of the domain? He sent me a message asking to talk, saying you heard about my situation and wanted to look out for, you know, one Bruja to another. He recently took Praxis over Hartford. So he's in control of that. He's also the Prince of Springfield, Mass, and a handful of other locations. Jesus. Supposedly, him and a handful of other elders came from England to something called Operation Longbow. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah. Real old world types, right? Right. Well, the army that he's raised has kind of given him an opportunity to take and hold multiple practices. 
He thinks he's some sort of answer to the Sabbat. I'm not convinced, but I figure I'd hear him out. Well, we don't want to keep you. But we're grateful that you came out to talk to us, man. You don't think he's planning on putting out a cold arms, do you? I think he is. But more importantly, I think he's going to try to get me to do it. Cross that bridge when we come to it? Yeah. He gets up. Weathers. Yeah. For what it's worth, when you put a slug in that guy's chest, you saved a little boy from a lifetime of torture. So, don't think... To me, that's worth a lot. Thank you. Yeah. He drops a 50 down to cover these coffees, and he gives the two of you a nod and heads out. You guys be safe. You're the same old man. He steps out. I think we gotta go uh, talk to Miles. Convince him we gotta go talk to Nix. Yeah. And since, you know, uh, Wynne has already finished her coffee, uh, Johnny nurses hers for a few moments, and then the two of you head out. Outside, Kibir's car is still waiting for you. Uh, Kibir himself seems to have disappeared into the night. I mean, how good a friend is he? I uh, I reach in and I beat the horn a couple times. You kind of see this, like, Kobir come from the gas station next door. Uh, he's got this, like, his head's on a swivel. He's definitely looking around for any signs of a scourge. And he makes his way over. Johnny, oh, oh, it's good to see you. How was, how was your meeting? So you never got hospitality, huh? Well, I was going to, but as you know, this in the city has been very tumultuous. Yeah, yeah. and mm. You buy me a pack of cigarettes over there? He raises his hand with a fresh pack of cigarettes, a nice little green big lighter, and he gives both of them to you as like a, a semi-formal apology for being a shit. See, this is why we're friends. He passes the big We're best friends. Wynn takes the lighter and sticks it in her pocket. All right. When is this uh, noddest coming into JFK? I'm going to need a few nights. He's coming all the way from Baghdad. Baghdad? Yes. Who the fuck do you know in Baghdad? I know lots of people in Baghdad. It's a very big city. All right. I could probably make it down to JFK in an hour and a half, two hours from here. It's a very quick ride, and mostly cu- safe. And you're coming back up to New Haven? Yes, they want to go to New Haven. Are you planning on getting hospitality once the two of you come back to New Haven? Uh, perfectly honest answer, my friend. Probably not. But I do intend to stay out of trouble, which is very similar to getting hospitality. All right. You help with my family. I owe you this. When's this guy coming into JFK? It's going to be about maybe a week or so. I don't have the exact day. They're trying to lay low and avoid their own trouble. I do not think they will bring trouble with them. Don't even ask. There's no way to know for sure. Anyways. Kabir, yeah, um, you, you, you yeah. tell me, you get me an actual date that you need me driving, and I, I can do this for you. You don't get me a date, I don't know if I can make that promise. Okay, I will get you a date right away. Johnny, if you need a riding buddy. Yes, it would be very good to have a writing buddy. More writing buddies, the better. Uh, this about this crawling all over New York. But I think we can mostly be safe. We'll be fine. Mm. Is anyone actually looking for this guy? Uh, yes. Who is looking for this guy? Uh, he did not give me exacts. I do know that there's an army of assassins. However... This army of assassins resides almost on the other side of the entire globe. So, like, 
the chances of... And there's of... no chance they have access to airplanes. No, of course not. Just because this Nautist has access to airplanes, Most obviously... Of these the assassins people... don't even use guns. They use knives. They're very old. Somehow that doesn't make me feel better. So we're talking about a Nautist kindred from the Middle East who's being chased by assassins with knives. Yes. Kabir, are you dragging me into Asimite bullshit? They are also technically Asimites. He gives this hard, withering I am gaze. Johnny, I'm, I'm very sorry. I would not ask this if it wasn't important and if they were not paying me a great deal of money. I feel like the importance is amplified by the great deal of money. I also Come agree here. that the importance is amplified by a great deal of money. Johnny nods his head, just kind of like it, up and down, but also just ever so slightly side to side, like... Yeah, I'm gonna help you out with this, but God, fucking damn it! No, I I can I can swing the butt. I don't want you to feel bad or that you're making the wrong decision. This is all for the best. Best for who? I I pay everyone. My, everyone will be happy when I this pay is my done. I pay my debts, Kabir. Thank you, Johnny. And aside from that, I'd like to think we are we are actually friends. We are best friends, Des- despite catching each other at bad moments. He kind of like brushes off we are his very collar. Unlucky friends, but we are also best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got another vehicle over on the uh, on the east side near near East Haven, uh, right by the bridge. Do you wanna? Do you mind if we we head over that way and you actually, can drop us there? Actually, Danny, I will do you one better. This car, it is stolen, but you can probably use it for another day without any worries. I give this car to you as a gift, my friend. That's n- wow. That it is, a, it is a temporary gift, but for the time being, it is yours. Drive it like you stole it. I know you can. You're so generous. I shouldn't like you, Kabir, but I do. Obviously. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Ravnos I... joke. Um, I also like you. Yeah, I could tell. All right. I'm going to go. He <laughs> gives the two of you away. He, uh, he, he grabs uh, Kabir's hand and then kind of like pulls him in for like a hug. He gives him a hug. Stay safe, man. He smells like the cheapest cologne. <laughs> like, Sex like, panther. He definitely bought it in that gas station. <laughs> Drakar near. <laughs> Isn't this supposed to say noir? It's supposed to. It's supposed to. That's the fake version. <laughs> they much, charge you extra for m- the noir. Much more premium. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he he gives you this like big old hug and he heads over and he tries to like hug win she gives this look like nope okay he like puts his hands down and then he is off on his way back to the gas station he came from <laughs> you got weird friends it happens when you travel sure yeah, I realize that's a bold card for me to play all right let's go uh let's go find miles and Britta and tell him the news all right all right, so the two of you uh, hop As back. As the in- sheriff, oh. he also may need to know that we blew up a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. Okay. Gently. Uh, so you talk then. I got a lot of experience telling the sheriff bad news. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you uh, hop back to the station wagon. I don't like my new job. And, <laughs> <laughs> and ride off to go pass on some bad news. <sighs> Path of Night is an actual play Vampire the Masquerade podcast set in the classic world of darkness. Britta Ashcroft the Toreador was played by Rebecca Steigelfest. Johnny Saxon the Bruja was played by Garrett Gabby. 
Miles Davenport the Venture was played by Tim Davis. Neil Foster the Malkavian was played by Rob Meerhead. Wynn Cabot the Gangrel was played by Erica Webb. Your storyteller was Lex Lopez. Recording by Rebecca Steigelfest. This episode was edited by Rob Meerhead. The music used in this episode was January Grunge Love Fest by Technoaxe. Visit them online at technoaxe.com. Path of Night uses the 20th anniversary edition rule set of Vampire the Masquerade with a few limited house rules. Vampire the Masquerade is owned by Paradox Interactive. Make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Path of Night Pod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash pathofnightpodcast, or email us at pathofnightpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time, kindred. What a fucking good <laughs> character. <laughs> oh, god damn it. I don't know how I wanted that to go, but I am not shocked at that outcome. I'm so about it. I would also love if this chronicle continues and I never meet Kabir. <laughs> no, I swear, the shotgun had something to do with Kabir. <laughs> what Man. happened to the shotgun? Kabir ate it. <laughs> uh, I promise it wasn't me, bro. No, he drank my spit coffee. This tracks. We're talking about your imaginary friend again, Johnny. <laughs> Wynn's got her imaginary friends. You've got your imaginary friends. Pretty sure Neil has. Oh. Britta's got imaginary friends. Neil now. used to have friends. Miles, uh, Miles is the only <laughs> one who doesn't have imaginary friends. That's because I have real friends. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Miles, just people you dunking <laughs> on the whole corner at once. People, uh, you nerds. People you pay don't count. That's. I don't pay them. Super legit. Uh huh. They want to do it. <laughs> do, do you make them want to do it? That only is not some the important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Come hang out at my haven. It'll be good for your music careers. The exposure is worth much more than money. You're an asshole. <laughs> oh, it's the late 90s. You can't. <laughs> exposure flies, then. Yeah. Tim is excitedly nodding like, yep, that's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. No, it's, that's hey. me. That's straight up part of my story, yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs>